בשבילכם, ויהי נועם, אדוני אלוהינו, עלינו מעשייתנו קוראים, עלינו מעשייתנו קוראינו. Today's shiur is dedicated for the success of the state of Israel, the success of the Israeli Defense Forces, for the return of our hostages safely to their families, for the return of the soldiers. Uh, many of them were released, many of the soldiers were, um, uh, are, are back, but they're still fighting. Um, um, also in uh, Gaza, so uh, Hashem should be with them. Today's year is dedicated Le'ilu Nishmat. Um, all of the Kiddushim were killed al Kiddush Hashem during this time. Le'ilu Nishmat, Esther bat Eliyahu, Matitya ben Nevi, Daniel ben Ephraim, David ben Edidia, Ephraim ben Yehuda, Moshe ben David, and Rachamim ben Mordechai, Baruch Hashem Tenecham ben Eden, and for the Fuah Shlema of Kol Pitzuah Yisrael, Kol Chole Yisrael Vichlamam, Dan ben Esther, Nisan ben Chana, Yitzchak ben Yafa, Yiskel ben Rachel, Nisim ben Dina, Chana, Oli bat Evora, Shemuel ben Rachel, and Binyamin ben Shoshana, Milna Rechana Lahem. So we're continuing in Pele Yoetz. We spoke a little bit about get refusers uh, last time. Uh, the last thing we mentioned was the mitzvah of yibum, uh, which is leverage uh, marriage, the, which is the the story of if a, a not a story a case if it happens. We've had these cases happen in our community. They're rare. Every single one of them happens uh, uh, when a tragedy happens. The tragedy is is that a husband passes away without having children. And the wife is left a, uh, a widow. The Torah says that it's a mitzvah for the brother to marry um, his brother's widow um, and to uphold his name in his name. 805 Minyan is right here. You're, you're in the right place. <clears throat> so the, the Torah says that it's a mitzvah for the brother to marry. And there's actually, even from the, from the moment that the brother passes away, and the moment the husband passes away, there is actually, there's, there is a connection called zika. It's almost like they're engaged um, already. The uh, a brother uh, with the wife. A brother, one of the brothers at the very least, has to do yibum uh, or do chalitza, meaning they, they have to take action. They either have to actively marry her the widow, or they have to actively do chalitza, which is like divorcer, the ceremony with the shul, the, with the shoe, with the shoe that uh, they, they tell that she says to him, you refuse to do this mitzvah, and you refuse to uphold the name for your children, and uh, they give him a rebuke for not marrying her, but he has to do this divorce. It's he has to do something. It's a law of Torah. This is a law in the Torah, in, uh, in, in Parashat Kiditzah. It's a law of Torah. The, uh, one of the brothers, one of the, you know, if there's more than one, one of the brothers, if there's only one brother, then the brother has to do either Yibum or Chalitza. Either has to marry her completely, and there's a special Ketubah, it's, uh, it's not an average regular wedding, there's a special Ketubah for it, um, or actively has to do Chalitza, which is like a divorce. <coughs> Uh, Ashkenazim have a minhag. Ashkenazim say, this is already an argument in the Gemara. Ashkenazim say that we don't do Yibum anymore. We don't, uh, we don't allow any uh, brother to marry the, the widow. They always have to do Chalitza. You go straight to Chalitza, you only do the, uh, only do the divorce. Why? Because even though the Torah says that it's a mitzvah, 
uh, there, there's a worry. The, the, there's an opinion in the Gemara like this. It goes back to, you know, do we follow this opinion in the Gemara or we don't follow this opinion? That it says maybe we should be worried that maybe uh, something that is not so kosher is going to happen. Maybe chas v'shalom, uh, a, a young couple gets married and maybe the, the brother has his eyes on, uh, on, on his brother's wife. And maybe chas v'chalila, maybe chas v'shalom, he'll uh, indirectly cause something to happen to his brother so that he's able to marry her. So because of that, we should make a takana. This is a, it's an opinion in the Gemara. Because of that, we should say that, no, we're not doing Yibum anymore, period. And there's no, there's no marrying her. There's no marrying her. You only do chalitza and you only divorce her. It's not even going to be an option to do the mitzvah of Yibum. That's the opinion of the Ashkenazim. The, the Sfaradim, though, uh, said no. The Sfaradim say no. There's a choice, Yibum and Chalitza. If they both want to, then they should get married. Why not? That's a mitzvah of the Torah. He can uphold a name for his brother who had passed away. But if they don't want to, or if one of them doesn't want to marry the other, then he only then does he do Chalitza. But if they both want to get married and are happy to get married, then they can do the mitzvah of Yibum. You should do the mitzvah of Yibum. So this is the argument between Sfaradim uh, and Ashkenazim in the course of history. The, when the state of Israel was established, the chief rabbi of the Sfaradim before the state of Israel, good morning, morning, Chacham Uziel was his name. Chacham uh, Uziel, he said, this was before the state of Israel was established, but when they were settling uh, Israel, so the chief rabbi of the Sfaradim, he wanted to make peace, shalom with the Ashkenazim, and wanted to try to be as much on the same page as we can. So he said, you know what, we're going to change our minhag also. We're going to be like the Ashkenazim, um, and we're going to have one standard for everybody, for all of Israel, that the um, that we're all going to only do chalitza. We're not going to do any yibum. No one's going to do yibum anymore. Uh, Rabbi Vare Yosef came after him, well, Vary Yosef says you have no right to change the Sephardic minhag. And Vary said, no. Shulchan Aruch uh, says, and the custom of the Sephardim is that we do Yibum. Uh, if it's applicable, if they want to get married, then we do the mitzvah of Yibum. And we do the mitzvah of Yibum. There, uh, there's no reason to ban the mitzvah of Yibum. And uh, therefore, the Sephardic, the Sephardic minhag came back. So, and we actually we had both cases. We had both in our community. We had a case many years ago where there was a yibum, and we had a case not too long ago uh, that we had a chalitza uh, as well. We had we had both happen. Okay, next mitzvah. Mitzvah lehitkadesh mamutarlo. This is amazing. It's a mitzvah to be holy, to be kadosh, even with things that are permitted to us. So the Torah says that. Uh, in Parashat Kedoshim, the very beginning of Kedoshim, Hashem says, Kedoshim tihiyu, you, the Jewish people, you should be holy. Ki kadosh ani Adonai Eloichem, because I am holy. So what does it mean, Kedoshim uh, tihiyu? So the Ramban quotes, one of the most famous Rambans of the Torah, and the Ramban quotes, it's a quote from the Gemara, though, really, that to be holy means, Kadesh atzmecha b'mutarlach. 
To be holy means be holy and refrain even from things that are permitted to you. Which means that there are commandments in the Torah where the Torah says don't do something. The Torah says uh, don't eat food that's not kosher. Right? Kiroshim to you be holy means that even with food that's kosher, that doesn't mean that I should go crazy. That doesn't mean that I should eat the table. <laughs> Just because it's kosher doesn't mean that I have to, I, I'm obligated to eat it or that I'm required to eat it. So Pele Yoet says, to be holy even without just permitted. Welcome back, everybody. It's so good to see everyone. Welcome back. You know the expression. The Torah uses this expression for a ben sorero more, a rebellious child or the rebellious child of the Torah says to kill him, is what was his crime? He's Zolel Vesoveh. He steals he from his much. parents. He eats too much and drinks, drinks too much. much. And Zolel is, a, is someone who eats too much. A glutton is the, is the word in English. It's someone who cannot stop eating. They're addicted to food. Addicted to food and uh, they have an unhealthy relationship. No with their food, no control, and it's and sove is someone who has an addiction to alcohol. They have no uh, uh, no boundaries, no limits. They're not able to control themselves. Right? So everything in this world, even those things that are permitted to us, up to a certain measure is good. Up until a certain measure is beneficial, is healthy, it's helpful to us. Uh, but when there is no controls over it. Uh, even though there's no technical prohibition in the Torah, well, there's a prohibition, Pelayot says, there's a prohibition of Kiroshim to you, be holy. Be kadosh, be holy means that don't be out of control with how much you eat, don't be out of control with how much you drink. Lo liyot zolel v'sovet. V'shelo liyot lahut achar me'adean ma'adane olam. Not to be addicted to the material pleasures of the world. Anything. Anything, anything. And what are some more examples? Vishamer min hadibur to be careful even with talking, not to not to talk, not to talk so much. Min hadibur heter, not not to be careful about speaking lashon hara, not to speak lashon hara. We know we know not to talk lashon hara, not to talk lashon hara is is prohibited. But not to talk even things that are allowed, even things that are permitted, even things that are neutral, to, you know, to talk about the events of the world and to talk about uh, sports and to talk about even things that are permitted to speak about, uh, not to speak too much. Don't, don't talk too much. Right? Uh, where is it in Navi? It's in, is it in Mishle, I think, Shlomo Amalek. If I'm not mistaken, it's in one of Shlomo Amalek's books, I think. Um, right? Is it Mishle or is it Kohelet? Berov Devarim Lo Yechdal Pasha. I mean, if a, a person speaks a lot, there's no way they're not sinning. It's, it's not possible. If a person talks a lot, there's no way to avoid sin. And what's the next one? Ve'lo liyod lahut achar ishto. Don't be addicted to your wife. <laughs> Don't be with her <laughs> like a tarnagol, like a, a rooster. Well, what does that mean? What does that mean? Your wife is permitted to you. Meaning, I don't need to tell you uh, about other other women, chas or other men, chas I'm talking about your spouse. 
I'm telling you about your wife. I'm telling you about your husband. Okay, it's permitted. No one's saying it's asur, it's allowed. But that doesn't mean you have to be addicted. It doesn't mean you have to be out of control. Uh, rather, a person should limit the sexual drive as well. Only do the amount that I need to do in order to uh, fulfill the mitzvah. So in every area of life, uh, it's a mitzvah to be kadosh, it's a mitzvah to be holy. So Pele Yoetz puts this in the category of mitzvot of the private organs. Uh, it feels a little bit uh, Freudian. And good morning, good morning. That, you know, almost like all of the desires stem from the sexual drive. That all of the material desires and pleasures, they start with the, they originate from the sexual drive and they, they go to all different areas. So the, the Torah teaches, Peleo, it says, that we have to try to limit it to the extent that we can. Even with that which is permitted to us, to limit it to the extent that we can. Uh, in all areas, in all areas of life. I, I, I'm sure that today, nowadays, you would say the same exact thing uh, with cell phones, uh, with uh, TV. You would say it with any, any type of food, anything that's out there. Uh, just because uh, I'm not watching something that I'm not allowed to watch, you know, and I'm, I'm just watching something innocent, I'm watching it, but it doesn't mean that you have to binge watch and watch for hours and, and, and I'm so addicted that if I, if chas v'shalom, if I, if I walk four steps without my, uh, without my phone, chas v'chalila, if I don't have my, my phone on me, well, that's unhealthy. That's unhealthy. If a person cannot, it's not possible to detach from it, it's not possible uh, to live without it, it's very unhealthy. They're, they're all things that are meant to help us in this world and to do good for us in this world. But if a person becomes so attached to it and addicted and dependent on it, then it becomes unhealthy. Then instead of being something that we control it and take advantage and benefit from it, it becomes something that controls us and we're the ones who are out of control. So this is why Baruch Hashem, Baruch Hashem, we have Shabbat. Baruch Hashem, Baruch Hashem, whenever uh, electricity came to the world, all of the great Rabbanim in the world, all of them uh, came together and they said, and electricity is asur, refrain from this on Shabbat, that gives us an opportunity, we, uh, don't be dependent on it, don't be dependent on it, I, I can disconnect and shut off for, for 24 hours. And nowadays, you would believe it or not, that there are people who pay tens of thousands of dollars to go away for a weekend, <laughs> to the middle of nowhere, to a little cabin, to a cabin in the middle of nowhere, and disconnect from their phone completely in order to disconnect from the world. Uh, <laughs> people pay tens of thousands of dollars for it. And we, Baruch Hashem, we have the opportunity. Uh, Hashem gives us the chance and the opportunity to be able to do it every week, to say that I'm not dependent, I'm not addicted to this device. I'm not addicted to the material pleasures of the world. I can, I can shut off from it uh, for, for a time period. I, I use it to my advantage. I don't use it that it should, uh, should, should, it should control me. So all of this is part of the mitzvah of Kadesh Atzmecha B'Mutarlach, be holy even with the things that are permitted to us that we should be holy. Okay, so we gotta pause there. Right. It's headmaster time. We wish everybody a good day. <laughs> we'll continue. We'll see everybody tomorrow. Is that a show?